0: Hello again. In this lesson I'm going to show you how you can create photo puzzles from your own photos. But before I begin, I must tell you this process requires some experience in Adobe Photoshop and a foam cutter. I'll show you the step-by-step process in Photoshop and you can make your own foam cutter if you or somebody you know has basic woodworking skills. More about that later. I also need to point out that since making this video, I have found a better choice of foam for the project, which you can see here. The foam I used in this picture is much denser and thinner than the foam I used in this video, which you can see here. As with any art making process, it's always a good idea to experiment with media. No matter what foam rubber you use, I guarantee you that this project is really fun, and as soon as you make your first puzzle, you're going to want to make another one. Here's an overview of how to begin. Before I begin I just need to tell you that this is what I wrote particularly for my students so there will be some modifications uh, to relate it to this podcast. At any rate you want to open whatever image you're going to use in Photoshop and then you're going to open a puzzle template which you can find online by doing a search and put that in there. Now you may have to invert the template. In other words, if your puzzle pieces are black on white, which is what you you'll usually get, you'll have to invert the image to make it white like puzzle pieces on a black background. Okay. Like I said, this isn't for everybody. Uh, if you struggle with that um, just let me know and I'll help you out through it. Okay. Next, you want to p- select all of the puzzle template and copy to the clipboard. Paste the puzzle template over your image size the template to cover all of your image you want for your puzzle and you want to make sure you don't crop out the borders. You want to keep those borders there. Then you're going to choose the screen and layer options palette, decrease the opacity to around 50% and save the image as, um, again this is for my students, but save the image. Okay, now I'll be showing you that in detail right here okay here I'm opening the image into Photoshop I'm going to use my 67 Volkswagen which I've been restoring love this thing and uh, I figured why not make a puzzle out right okay so I'm opening into Photoshop and next thing I'm gonna do after I get it in Photoshop is bring in the template okay so bring in the template the puzzle templates that you've gotten online and you might want to invert it first. Okay, so let's pause right here. You can see that the puzzle pieces are white. Okay, and um, when you get the template it will be black outlines of the puzzle pieces on white. So you just go up to Image, Adjustments, Invert. Okay, in Photoshop. Then you will have the opposite. You'll have what you see here. Then you take this template. Now, Let's talk a little bit about the templates, too. Depends on uh, what you pick. I picked one that just has a few pieces. Uh, the puzzle I showed you at the very beginning had a lot more pieces. Okay, so that just depends on the template. But to get started, I would get one that doesn't have a lot of pieces so until you get good at this. Let me tell you, this takes a little bit of practice doing this. There's a curve. This is an advanced uh, project. It's not going to be for everyone. But I guarantee you, you're going to like this if you can handle all of the uh, what is needed to do it. Okay. All right. So now I've got the template over the image. I can see the borders and the entire template is there. Okay. So you may have to do some resizing and so forth to get this all together. You don't want to lose the pieces of your template. All right. All right. So now I go ahead and um, I'm now going to go to the screen option in the. Uh, layer options and as you can see the screen option actually makes the black disappear leaving just the white tracings of the puzzle that's how that works it's pretty cool okay and here I'm decreasing the opacity alright by doing that with the opacity that way the outline of your pieces the white uh, outline of each uh, puzzle piece is not too white you want to be able to see it, but you don't want it too much because you know even though you're going to be cutting over this, uh, you don't want it to show up because you're not going to be able to go perfectly over every one of these lines anyway. And you'll see what I mean uh, as we move along here. That um, you know the dimmer it is, the better. Okay, so we go ahead and do that. And now at this point, I just want to go ahead and save this. All right. So you save the piece, and then you're going to print it out. Okay, you're going to take that image and print it out, but before you print you want to be sure that you use either tracing paper or vellum paper. It's a very thin paper. Why do you want a thin paper? Because if you use thick paper you're trying to uh, burn because a foam cutter is actually a very thin piece of wire and you'll see that here in a little bit that cuts through the foam, and it's also going to have to cut through the paper after you've assembled everything, all right? If that paper's too thick to get the temperature to cut that, you're going to fry the paper, okay? It's going to get really charred, and you will get some charring with this as it is, depending on your foam, Uh, but that's part part of the process, okay? So don't worry about that. Okay, enough said about that. All right, so now I've gone ahead and saved it, Uh, Here's your um, overview of what we're going to do. You're going to mount it on a piece of foam rubber after you've printed it out on the vellum uh, in your inkjet printer. Photo mount spray. uh, You want to use photo mount spray and make sure to hold the can uh, pretty far away from the surfaces, as you'll see right here. All right, so now I've got my uh, piece of foam rubber there and uh, this is actually styrofoam but that's yet another story but anyway same deal you're going to spray both surfaces with 3M mount or some kind of really good spray adhesive you don't want to get too close though you don't want to saturate it so I did the back of the picture and now I'm going to spray the foam doesn't have to be a ton but you want to get a nice consistent um, adhesion there Alright, again, this is one has more pieces. Um, this video is kind of pieced together, but that's okay. You got the idea, and who cares? There, I'm smoothing it out and making sure it's nice and flat. All right. So now we're here for the fun part. You've got your uh, puzzle pieces on your um, picture. You got everything ready to go, and now it's time to cut. Okay so let me I'll show you the picture here But again here's an overview again this is a tutorial for my students and helps them to see what they're gonna do before they do it and it'll probably help you too alright so trim off the excess foam rubber using the foam cutter alright note the wire that gets very hot and avoid touching it you'll see it here you're gonna see that paper smoke as a matter of fact cut out the first puzzle piece and following these tips you want to avoid pressing down on the foam rubber okay move fairly quickly to avoid excessive melting if you don't follow the lines perfectly don't worry about it it's going to happen but it doesn't make any difference because if you cut uh, one piece a certain way the adjacent piece is going to fit the same way it's going to fit perfectly all right so that's okay Remove the first piece and move it to the right, and then cut out the next piece, and then you want to be sure to assemble the puzzle pieces as you move along. Otherwise, you're going to have a big puzzle that you're going to put together, uh, and, you know, that's the whole idea of this, right? But it's a lot nicer if you already have it all made, than deconstruct it, and then start over and have fun putting your puzzle together. All right? So there's that. So here is a nice picture of the foam cutter. If you google foam cutters online, you'll see some that are for sale. There are some homemade ones. Uh, This particular person I really liked his design. He did a lot more professional job than I did. Uh, But at any rate, this is what I came up with. It's basically just wood and a metal rod and this is called nichrome wire. That's the uh, very thin wire that heats up. This is a 12-volt power supply. Now, this is a variable thing. So, in other words, I can uh, the voltage I can choose it by twirling a knob and getting the um, voltage I want. Is this thing expensive? Yes. Okay, It's kind of expensive, although they make some that are as sophisticated as this. However, with that said, you can just get a single equivalent of about 6 or 7 volts, and you'll probably be fine with it all right so if you can just find a six volt power supply you know like you get uh, you know how like you recharge um, things like uh, tools and stuff like that like drills and stuff like that you can get one of those things and use that again like I told you before this takes some building skills too all right so this may be too much for you and that's fine but I'm sure some of you out there can't wait to get started on this okay you love a challenge right okay so at any rate get your power supply and you can figure out how to make that by googling it and uh, you know get a YouTube video that will show you in detail how to make a foam cutter cutter or if you have some money just buy one alright it's up to you there's cheap ones out there too Uh, depends on what kind you get alright enough said about that so now here I am I've got the there's my 12 volt supply I've got this running here this is the nichrome wire Alright, so this thing gets hotter than hot. Alright, you do not want to touch that with your fingers. I've got this running 7 volts. Okay, that power works really good for this particular foam and doesn't burn the paper too much. Alright, so here's what I'm going to do. Right now I'm just trimming the edges off. As you see, I'm moving pretty quickly. This thing cuts right through that foam rubber and makes a nice clean cut. All right, so here's a close-up of me actually cutting a piece. I've already done two here. I'm doing the third. All right, so you can see I'm going to follow right along the white puzzle piece. I'm going pretty quickly, and you do not want to inhale the smoke. Uh, it doesn't smell bad and so forth, but um, I have a little fan going to kind of keep it moving. That's all. All right, so you don't want to breathe those fumes. Uh, definitely not a good idea. took the piece off. Okay, there's the piece I just cut off. Fits right in there, all right. You keep cutting it, go along until you get your whole puzzle done. After you finish, uh, you could put it on a piece of like mat board or cardboard. Have some um, 3M spray on it, just a light coating, and that'll hold it together. Because you know, depending on your foam, it's going to want to fall apart. All right. So that is how you make a um, a uh, photo puzzle. So I hope. Some of you will give this a try, and as I said, if you have any questions, just email me, uh, and I'll be more than happy to give you any tips I can. Well, that's about it for this lesson. Until next time, goodbye.